You are listening to the cool stylings of the Warm Beer and the Cheap Seats podcast. I'm Casey with Big Mike, Sweet Melissa in the studio. Big Ed will be joining us soon. And Subway Slam shall return. Big Mike, take it away. What's happening? It's Big Mike on Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats Radio. It's Friday night. We're going to have fun. We're going to talk a little Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a little. Subway Slam has some breaking news. Breaking. Big, big story. Big story that big he's going to break tonight. Um, big Ed has a very good rock, rock and roll retrospective. I think everybody will enjoy this because it's a probably an album that most people have listened to. Stay, staying on his metal theme. Yes, staying on his metal theme. So here we go. We're going to have fun. It's uh, It's Friday night. Friday night. Friday, 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 Friday. Wow, it's like we, we. So, as m- many of you know, we have we break bread before the show. We do had Chinese tonight, quite very tasty. Thank you, Ho Hos. Yeah. On Fletcher. Ho Hos. I'm Fletcher. Ho Ho Choi, Fletcher, Tampa, Florida. Appreciate. Yeah, it. you can't go wrong. Very delicious. There's your plug. Um, hey, if you want to. Sponsor the show, that'd be great. Hey, Lady Jill. Hi, Lady Jill. Mm-hmm. Lady Jill couldn't join us in studio tonight, but she's joining us on the message board and out there on the airwaves. That's right. So here we go. I'm waiting for Big Ed. He should be joining us because I really want to talk Florida Man with him. It's a good Florida Man story. This is a great Florida Man story. So. He's like a, <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it. It's, it's a good one. So Stanley cop. I mean, this is, this is the big matchup. You have the avalanche, the best team of the West, uh, you know, probably in some regards, the best team left standing versus the two time defending Stanley cup champion, uh, Tampa Bay, a great game one, not the outcome I, I wanted, think, no, but either, you know, if you're a casual hockey fan, this is going to be, a great series. This is what you want in a championship in a season with professional sports, the two best teams left standing. There's absolutely no question. Uh, Colorado can skate. They could pass. Uh, their defense is very disruptive. Uh, Tampa Bay has dynamic players with Stamkos uh, and um, Kucherov. Uh, Braden Point came back. He's a, a key, key playoff guy. He's one of those guys that shows up this time of year. Um, you have a great defense with Hedman and arguably the best goalie in the game uh, with Vasilevsky. So uh, they lost uh, in overtime. Uh, it was a quick overtime, too. Quick I, overtime. I went downstairs to get some grapes, and it was over. That's mm. Hockey's funny like that. You got to pay attention. Uh, it, it goes quick. But, um, you know, they were down two. Uh, when I say they, uh, the Lightning. They came back, tied it. So, uh, you know, some penalties kind of did them in. But, you know, they, they have a knack of starting a little slow sometimes against the opponent. Um, uh, that's evident with the previous series they were in. The previous two because they, you know, they started not well against the Rangers or the Maple Leafs. But, they, you know, they, they'll make their adjustments and as good teams do with great coaching. Um so we'll see. Let me ask you game, this. Game is this a, tomorrow night. Is this a seven-game series? I think this is a seven-game seven series. Um, I, I don't th- – I still think Tampa can win this. I think uh, Vasilevsky is the wild card. He He's the one that can change the whole dynamic of the series. Because if he gets hot, that's it. Colorado will have a hard, hard time. Getting past them. And, you know – Tampa's just got to be a little bit more disciplined, you know, early on. I hate to say they looked sloppy, but uh, – They looked a little slow to me. Yeah, they they were not in a rhythm, and they were turning over the puck a lot, and that's not a good position to be because when you start turning over the puck, you're giving it, – it's just like football. You turn over the ball, the other team – You're giving the opponent an opportunity. An opportunity, a good opportunity to put some points on the board. And, you know, they, they did that time and time and time. They, they didn't look good at all, but uh, I'm, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. And, you know, they made – To the schedule, though, don't you think? Going – playing one game off 
two nights and then going back for another? What's it? You think that's a network thing? No, that's a network thing because I think they were assuming the NBA in case they were going to Game Seven, they didn't want to go against the NBA, and because they knew because of the Olympics that hockey would go late this year, uh, which they normally do on an Olympic season because they they make changes to the season, Uh, but. Um, uh, so, so, you know, I think, I think they were focused on making sure getting a, a prime time. And I think a Saturday night for sports would That's be a better, good would be better than a Friday night. And again, I, I think they were, uh, concerned maybe having to go against the NBA. I think you're right. And you know, now they could set the, uh, now they could set the schedule however they like, but I think it's pretty much set in snow now. That's fine. I mean, an extra day off. It's, it's odd, but you know, the leagues do that, you know, they're beholden the TV now. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it is with every you know, sport. The NBA ratings are really down. I don't think they want that competition because hockey is just a hot sport right now. Yeah. It's a great spectator sport. I mean, geez, you sit there and you, next thing you know, they're, it, it's intermission. You're like, holy shit, that was a fast 15 minutes. And, and you know what? They actually do more stoppage. With this new contract they had with ESPN TBS, they're, they're taking TV timeouts they've never taken before. Kind of bothers me a little bit, but it is what it is. I mean, hopefully they don't, they don't do it so much where, you know, a 20-minute period turns into 40 minutes. Right. Well, they, they did the, the – the they continued the game, whatever they call it, where they go side by side. Well, the same the assholes that complain that baseball takes too damn long – are the same assholes that work for the TV station that makes the game too damn long. You have 45 minutes of built-in commercials in a baseball game. Tell me, how are you going to speed that up? Oh, you're not taking out the commercials. Stop complaining the game's too long. Sorry, getting off my little soapbox. It's okay. gets me a little wound up, but they're going to end up doing that to hockey at some point. Uh, well, you know what's happening is, is the games in the Northeast, especially when you get contenders playing, when you have Yankees, Red Sox, they'll sit there and take – take almost a minute between pitches, you know, and they're like, these kids got to go to bed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, that, between that and commercials, you're right. So the commer- you know. I mean, I don't even want to go into the state of baseball. It's just so sad. Gambling yeah. so rampant. Um, the commissioner absolutely does not care, but it goes to an old saying that you cannot serve two masters. In oh, it's very, very true. And baseball serves the master of just whatever the bigger dollar is. That's exactly what we're going to do. Has nothing to do about the game, absolutely nothing. nothing. There's nothing wrong with the sport. They never should have tinkered with it. But you're do, trying to, you're trying to care move, about people. It's like well, but the thing is, they're saying yeah. like, well, you know, we're going to do this for fans. They're doing this for fans that don't care about the game, that will never watch it. If they do, they're going to get distracted by something on TikTok and immediately <laughs> drop the sport. So I just wish they'd stop doing that. But so don't lose any sporting league shouldn't lose focus with their core fan group to chase a elusive carrot, if you will, out there. Correct. Because you're going to alienate your your core fans. Anything I missed in racing last week? Uh, Daniel Suarez won. Oh, Pretty yeah. big deal. Huge deal. Uh, yeah, is, that, is that his first win? Uh, it's his first win in cup. First uh, Mexican uh, First to win, Mexican right? to win. Fifth uh, foreign-born driver to win a cup race. Okay, all right. This is going to be tricky. So, five. All yeah, right, so five we got I had a race. Yep. Um, one problem. Yep. Okay. Uh, bro- oh, oh, the Aussie, Marcos uh, Ambrose. Ambrose. Yeah, he, yeah. he was pretty good. You know what? You put Road him in course. Sonoma. Yeah. That's where he was. He was racing for Petty. Yeah. He, he did really good at Sonoma. Okay, now, just, it, now, him, now it gets a little tougher. All right, so there's two more guys. There's two, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get one. I bet one's a Canadian, which I yes, don't count as that's correct. Born. But it, it, it's they're like exactly. sleep, they're like sleeper cell. Uh, hmm. Who's the Canadian on the circuit? Uh, it was in the 1970s. He was driving for Junior Johnson at right. I believe it was Darlington or Martinsville. Hold on, Big Ed. Counting on you. On no, I, no, I don't know. Earl Ross, I believe his name was. Never heard of him. He, he was he he was sponsored by Carling 
Black label. <laughs> nice Canadian. Canadian. That's like the Canadian yeah. rock that beer. Uh, I remember uh, the equivalent Mr. Big of Ed like uh, drank Carling for a while. Yeah, the equivalent of like say uh, Schaefer. Schaefer, yes. Earl Ross. I said Earl Ross, right? Okay, one more, one more. And this guy, okay, you're skipping over this guy because he is part of the fabric of American racing. Oh, uh, Mario Andretti. There you go. Yeah. There's Uh, your five. Yeah, Super Mario. He he was born in Italy. He was, but I always forget about that. He won the 67 Daytona 500. He was... He got he was naturalized in '65, so he's an American citizen when he won the race. But foreign born. But foreign born. He came from Italy, so there you go. There's your five foreign born NASCAR winners. He could be a governor. He's probably got a na- uh, an asterisk next to his name. No, because he's Mario, man. Yeah, Super Mario. He's cool. He has vineyards now. That'd be cool if he eats a flower, he shoots a fireball, like Super Mario. Yeah. He's probably been compared. It's based based off him, I think. Hey, that's the you. So so Luigi's twin twin brother, Aldo. Yes, Aldo. Yes, Aldo Andretti. (laughs) But yeah, he does have a brother named Aldo. He does. Who's his twin. And uh, didn't make it as big in motor racing as Mario did. Nope. So Suarez won. Trackhouse kicking ass. And I wanted to talk a little bit about this. I don't think if if we did not have the next gen car that track house would be as successful as they are this year. Um, this car has leveled the playing field somewhat and has opened, opened up more opportunities for smaller or newer teams and track house is really making a, Making a well, cons- uh, a great effort towards getting some wins. This is their third win this season. Um, oh, the top three are... was exciting to watch. Yeah. So uh, it's 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 Sonoma. They haven't raced at Sonoma in two years. Yeah, you forgot. There was nothing. Yeah, going Daniel on Suarez, there. like the last two laps, he started all of a sudden just hit like an overdrive, and he just started clipping seconds, you know, tenths of a second off these guys. But up until like two to go, it was like, ooh be anyone's race it's fun to watch someone at sonoma to really get in a groove um you know and all of a sudden just run away you're like damn and you know what's funny about that racetrack what i don't i i know i didn't really reflect on this uh sunday morning i was watching the first cup race from sonoma you know what year that was sonoma the first cup race in sonoma and when it was sears point was known as Sears, Sears Point. Point, correct? Um, Any guess know. on the year? Um, eighty-two, nineteen eighty-nine. Okay, nineteen eighty-nine. Hmm. So, and uh, Ricky Rudd won the race. Ah, good old Ricky. And the King Racing number twenty-six Buick, which was owned by drag racer Kenny Bernstein, crew chief by none other than Larry McReynolds. No kidding. Yeah, that's a lot of good racing names right yep. there. So, I didn't realize Bernstein had his hands in uh, in cup. Yeah, for a long time it, with King Racing, and it, it was sponsored by Quaker State. He had a pretty good operation. Yeah, I built a model of Ricky Rudd's car. That car when I was a kid. Quaker State used to throw a lot of money at motorsports. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Big Ed, when you lived in Ohio, were there any Quaker steak? Uh, Quaker yes. steak and lubes. Yes. Yes. Pretty, pretty. I do enjoy that. Pretty good, little, pretty good little wing joint. There's one in yeah, Dallas I, I, It had a cool decor, though. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like them. There's one. I lived in Dayton, and I want to say this might have been in Beaver Creek, which is South Dayton. And I want to say Wednesday, they do like a buffet. Oh, it's basically I, like, like a, a wing. Wing buffet? A wing I'm buffet. In. Sign me up. I'd go like a food coma. I'd be useless going back into work on Wednesday. I'm like, I gotta just go take a nap somewhere. <laughs> I've eaten fifty three wings <laughs> and ten but it different was only flavors. Eight dollars. It's the best deal. They have good food. It's no, a it's good, good chain. Food. It's yeah. not a big chain, but I'll tell you why. If you if you're you're like your Ohio State, you're not going to be alone watching Ohio State football there. That Quaker steak. Yes. Not the 
sidetrack it. No, no, no. It's fine. We can talk. I, I'm a I'm a big restaurant guy. I like food. Yes. I like wings. Which I like we what, had last week. We had wings last week prime from time. from Prime Time, which is a local watering hole over here, which is a bar that's been in business for thirty years. Have they been prime time since Gus left? Since Gus uh, left, or, or close to, right? Yeah, close to. Yeah. I remember eating there when I was in like high school. Oh yeah, wow. So that's a long time ago. Long, Twenty-seven start, years ago. I didn't start going there till I had moved back to the area <clears> back in like twenty fifteen. It's pretty good. It's it's a traditional bar, which I think are going. Those are gone gone by the wayside. Oh yeah, oh yeah. At least in our area, there's not very many. No, it's it's all uh, it's chains. chains. Which again, I, I have nothing against chains. Chains are fine. Yeah, that's fine. But this is just a good old sports bar. Yeah, horseshoe bar. Yeah, they have their dining tables in the one dining side. tables, jukebox, pool, pool table, tucked uh-huh. in the corner. Good, good variety. They used to do. We talked about it last week, where they they'd have like dinner specials, dinner specials in a bar, and. Pretty decent. Their chicken parm dinner special used to be pretty good. Yep, for sure. So I like those kind of places. The mom and pop. Support your mom and pops out there, everybody. Yeah. Support mom and pop operations. Or else. They We're going to cut. Or, or they go away. Right. They go away. And, and then, well. They, I did today. Like, to get stuff for the fish cart. I went to the local guy instead of the Petco or Pet Supermarket or Pet There you brand. go. Yeah, got some plants and some food. You got a place that's pretty close to the Montecito, huh? Yes, right on Cimarron. Nice. By the old Pet Bazaar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Was that like an independent guy, the Pet Bazaar? Oh, yeah, he's like more exotic. Like Yeah, in that same plaza. That's an old structure. They really need a facelift, that thing. But he's guy's full of knowledge. He yeah. turned me on to this food. He goes, don't get the, uh, the texture. Because that's Re- like the, al- he's like, that's the alpha of fish food. Really? Yeah. So what's he recommending? What are you feeding these guys? The uh, omega one. It's all whole seafood protein. What is whole seafood protein? Is it derived from other seafood that you're feeding your seafood? Uh, I think my, I just took his word for it. That's okay. And that see, that's the cool thing about going to a mom and pop joint. You're going to talk to a guy who he's truly, he's probably an aquarium enthusiast or he wouldn't have this business. Yeah. He's got nothing but fish and fish accessories. Hmm. Oh, kind of so like Hank like Hill, you know. Oh, propane damn and propane. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Propane and propane Pro- accessories. I got fish and fish tank accessories. Bobby, if you weren't a man, I'd hug you. King of the Hill. Yes. Oh, yeah, man, I told I, told I couldn't wait for my yo-yo loaches to die because they just ruined <laughs> everything. In the he, he said he just nodded. He knew what I was talking about. He's the one that sold me those fucking things. I said I, I remember t- when you told me that those would eradicate, get rid of the uh, the snails. Look, when I first got this tank set up down here, I had the worst snail problem. You know, they come into plants sometimes. And they multiply. And they, it's like overnight. Next thing, like, holy shit, there's 30 of them. Next day, there's 150. Next day, like, I couldn't even see the back wall. I'm like, fuck, I couldn't scrape them off. So these yo-yo looks just got busy. And then they're gone. There's, like, it's not a trace of them. You know, it's like it was like Auschwitz in there for, for snails, you know. Yikes. Gone. Right, so let's uh, let's dance away from that. Yeah, one. let's get probably. I'm just making idea. a reference how how effective these were. That's all. Hey, uh, speaking, uh, <laughs> changing <laughs> subjects. Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah, I'm get off here at Albuquerque. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Von Erichs. There's a movie coming out that on I the Von Erichs. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, it was mentioned. Uh, I forget. I should have written this down. I was reading it while fucking off at work today. Um, towards the end of the day, everybody it was. Not during the meat and potatoes of the day, but the market market crashing. The market crashing had nothing to do with that. No, no, I was busy, busy doing my day job, 
not my night job like this. Anyway, they it, it was a mention at Dark Side of the Ring, Von Eriks, and this docudrama, I guess. You, it's a film that's going to be done about the Von Eriks. Three of the four of the sons died. Yes, uh, all tragic. Three, all tra- do, one, all one tragic. as a a child who drowned. Yep. Our right, dark side of the ring does an episode. Uh, season two, it's like. Can one you of get the that on one. demand? I was trying to find that the other night. If you have Vice, however, I do have Vice. Vice isn't in my cable cable network. It is or is not? Is is it affirmative? It's, oh, if you if if that's one of your channels, then they might have it. On demand. However, we were watching it on which, which app was that? That wasn't Voodoo. It was um, no, not Peacock. It was one of the free ones. Um, um, what is that called? And they had like all the Mystery Science Theater three thousand, yeah. which is a fine oh, television Peacock. program. Yeah, you can't just watch one. It's like Skittles. It's junk for your mind, but, but it's funny they, as shit. This one uh, app, and I'll, I'll have to look it up at home, but uh, they they had the first two yeah. seasons. Actually, I'm waiting for them to release season three soon because they're talking about doing a fourth season. And apparently uh, some people from WWE are going to be a little bit more involved. Involved in what way? It, I, I guess to, telling the story is being a little bit more transparent with some. Of the oh, stories. okay. Not not being restrictive in any way. Being like, oh, wait a minute, you can't. We well, there, there was a big one this last season on Ric Flair, and that's why you do not see Ric Flair around. What 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 was disclosed? What was it? The episode I believe was called "The Flight from Hell," and it was a WWE were coming back from a European tour. Uh, and on the flight, guys are drinking, and it got way out of hand. A little rowdy. Way rowdy. Uh, really made the uh, attendants uh, very nervous. Were they and, flying commercial uh, or charter? They, I believe chartered they commercial. chartered commercial. Okay, so they have flight attendants. Yeah. So okay. it, it was getting just out of hand. I'll just leave it at that. Did I see that one? Well, one one guy that, w- that was still working with WWE when that episode came out got like fired immediately, and then uh, Rick. Oh, really? And then Rick Flair has not really been around WWE since. Why was Rick really involved in uh, yeah. the rowdiness? Oh yeah. Hmm. Did I oh, again, allegedly. No, no, no. That's part of season three that we haven't seen. Oh. Um. Oh yeah, Mister Perp. Oh. Uh, my inside scoops tell me Mr. Perfect had got fired. Oh, Kurt Henning. Uh, from when that happened, I believe. Which this is like, I believe, from the early 2000s, the flight itself. And then it was just kind of got buried. Mm. You know, I mean, we bad press that WWE well, did need to get out. It's a different time, too. Like, <clears throat> even the internet was still in its infancy in, say, like 2002 or 2004 mm. compared to where we are now. I mean, the internet's just a completely different animal. And uh, you know, we're agreed. almost getting to a point like I don't not say I don't remember what it's like without the internet, but just huh, you know, just like wow, you know, this or that would have happened. Before or, the internet you had to, you had to read a newspaper or get a magazine. You did. And you got so magazines you got your information once a month. Or once a week or right. Uh, or or but, daily. But, or daily. But think about it. if it if it's like a sports magazine, let's say it's a wrestling magazine, you get didn't get it twice a month, you got it once a month. Listen, if we're talking sports magazines, the best one, bar none, and it's not Sports Illustrated. They they were always like the show pony. It was the sporting news. If you wanted real analytical data, even for back then, that was and if you were a baseball fan, well, was it was it the sporting news? It didn't come as like a newspaper form. Was it more like a a big magazine? In the beginning, it was. It it was. It was a really big, yeah. It, it I don't know why you like Casey because it, it was loaded with stats. Oh, for baseball, baseball season yeah. was great for stats. Yeah. And, you know, doing early uh, rotisserie baseball, it was fantastic for that. Does anybody still like magazines like that? I'm still a magazine guy. I like magazines. There's just no magazines anymore. I, I like magazines too. Oh, hey, Subway. Subway. What is up? What is up? Tell us the oh. stuff. I can't wait. So we got. Sc- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Big Ed, Big Ed. Listen. Subway has a way big breaking news story. So Subway, you want to share that with us? 
Yeah, uh, okay, so actually not only I have one two breaking uh, news, but I, uh, well, I actually have two, two breaking news. That's um, twice as many as one. Is it positive? No. No, it's yeah, actually not. Um, so uh, the first one, uh, so this is allegedly, allegedly, Sasha Banks has been released by WWE. Uh, oh, wow. That's big. Uh, not Not surprised. That's the one with the big ass ponytail. No, 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 no. That's Bianca Belair. Sasha Banks was the former women's champ and former tag team women's champ that had the dye blued hair. She was a very popular wrestler, but she's got a full acting career going. I don't think she is too. You don't think she gives a shit that she lost her wrestling gig? No. Apparently, actually, she got uh, lawyers involved to get her like out of WWE. Mm. Mm. Like it, it got really. It got bad. What the hell? What the hell, Big Ed? What, what, what? All right, hold on, hold, hold on, Big Ed. He, he's got to get these. I just wanted to know if you were going to be positive. No. Are you positive? Yeah, positive. No, no. When no. I touch my wee wee, I'm positive. <laughs> or are you positive you touch your wee wee? Yeah. Maybe, maybe uh, both. I'm positive. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 Did you touch your wee wee? I'm positive. Could be our that could be our show song. Oh my god! Yeah, I I did feel yeah. You know what? I did think positive when I was touching my wee wee. Wow. Uh, All right, that's good. Oh. He's just gonna say that so I don't play the other forty two seconds. Uh, yeah. seconds. I believe yeah. the next line is nobody's gonna fuck with the Wu Tang Clan, something like that. Yeah, correct. Correct. Yes. Um. All right, and then the main main breaking news that we have, uh, and it involves, it involves the main guy, uh, well, former main guy. I smell Tony. Runs, no. uh, New day. Runs uh, WWE. Well, did run WWE, Mr. Uh, Vince McMahon. Yeah, I heard this. I read this one today. Uh, Vince McMahon is stepping down as CEO, and Stephanie McMahon is taking over that job. Wow, uh, that's pretty I think heavy. It has to do with the wee wee. It uh, does have wee wee sure imp- implications. It's got it's did got semen dripping right all over the tip. Yeah. Uh, it did happen. <laughs> all like right, a dis- uh, like a discharged uh, rifle. <laughs> uh, big hey, we're talking about breaking news here. Uh, it is breaking news. His wee wee's broken. Wow, so Stephanie McMahon. See, how long do you think the – do you think there's a point that uh, the, the the board of directors – because there's a board he's got to – Yeah, I, I, read, I read about the board. Of, I read who was on this board of directors today. Are they going to try to wrangle the family out of it? Is that possible or do they own too much of it? I feel like No, I don't think so. I, I mean, no, I don't think so. Like – I, I mean, it happened to Disney. There's not a Disney that's Disney. even part of Disney anymore. Hmm. They all got pushed out somehow. Yeah, they all I mean, got pushed out. They, you know what? Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they all get pushed out. Uh, that being McMahon, uh, Shane McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they get pushed out. Uh, what Vince did uh, was is very, very skeptical uh, with his little hush money. Uh, extra hundred thousand dollars a year on your paycheck. Well, that's that's definitely uh, gonna get put him in the uh, jackpot for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oops. Wait, huh? So he was having an affair. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. And Allegedly. the woman was what was her position with the WWE? Uh, I don't know. So she was making a hundred k, and she got a little. Uh, a wee wee receptacle. She was getting. A, she got a little bumper ruski to two hundred k. And that that the board got a little. They got a little rubs the wrong way on that well, one. Well, plus then he paid her money out of his own pocket to just don't stay quiet. Dare, about don't say anything. Yeah, I'm Mr. McMahon. Or you're fired. fired. Wait, so Subway, you were saying you think it has already happened? Well. Uh, I mean, no, no he I'm said kidding. he's, he's stuck now. He's done. He, he's done. Right, but I'm and it makes sense with Stephanie yeah. stepping away, quote unquote. But they're and naming now, her interim CEO. Is it interim CEO or yep. is she going to be? I think, it, I think I'm going to ask you on the message board. 
I think it's uh, interim. I think they said it's uh, interim. Yeah, go uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead, uh, tweet Melissa. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it is interim. Um, that's what I heard. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know what? Honestly, uh, uh, yeah, Vince is getting old. Uh, and, you know, what he was doing, uh, like, yeah, you gotta realize, like, uh, uh, has she already taken over or will she be going forward? Uh, again, what do you got? Are you going to share some with the class? Show and tell. What are you talking about? The, the, all the crinkling. How could you fucking hear that? It's I don't know. A, you probably do it right next to your mic. I don't know. It's as no, loud. I, I, I put my phone down on the counter. Holy shit. Maybe it's my headphones. Maybe. It sounded like it was right here. Yeah. I, I, I wanted a no. taste of whatever it was. Yeah. What is it? What is it? What are you eating? Yeah. It's a plastic to- you know, toothpick thing. Oh, oh, I just finished oh. my dinner. I don't know. I'm down like. Uh, oh, are you one of them pounds. toothpick guys? You ever see that Family Guy when Peter Griffin really gets into toothpicks and he's like, "Yeah, yeah I'm gonna get a lot of tail now." You know? <laughs> 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 I remember that. <laughs> that fucking Peter Griffin. That's right after. Yeah, you. I based my life. Me. Yeah, I based <laughs> my life after him. Uh, all right sorry to derail go go ahead there subway so all right so so the synopsis so um vince is out stephanie is kind of temporarily brought in so we don't know how this is all going to still play out uh yeah Mm -hmm. and uh i think he's supposed to be on tonight's smackdown what apologizing what what would he I don't, I don't know. It, I don't know. Maybe he'll probably pull a, a freaking Bill Clinton saying, I did not have relations with that woman. I, I don't know. I just used a cigar. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't see. I'm not surprised. That, I'm not surprised he would do something like that. Uh, hmm. Like, he, he seems like the type of guy that would do, do something like that. Uh, so, I guess. I mean, I guess uh, Stephanie's taking over. I, I guess she is taking over, like right now. Uh, she she like she already has like taken over. Uh, to answer Melissa's question, um, mm. but it's not like she's not permanent. I will say. Well, she'll have to go in front of the board, and they'll have to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. Well, so that's interesting. That's big news, man. Uh, now yeah. the other big news, what was like playing at the Apollo? Yeah, fill us in there, uh, oh, yeah. Mr. Uh, yeah, the Mr. Apollo Famous Theater. Guy. Yeah. Oh, thank you, uh, uh, Apollo Theater. Yes, uh, Apollo Theater. That was uh, a very fun experience to go to. Um, you know, sharing that stage with the likes of New Kids on the Block. Uh, How the hell do you say New Kids on the Block is the first one, person yeah. to, group to come to your mind? Why wouldn't it be I James Brown? Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, are you uh, are you a closet New Kids on the Block fan? Are you racist? No, I'm not racist. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh He racist. New Kids. New Kids. Subway. New Kids is the first group you mentioned. He's hanging tough. That's a good one. Big Ed. No, no. Big Ed. Forget. No, 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 I'm not done yet. Uh, 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 oh. Anyway. Uh, 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 uh. All right, all right. I'm sorry. Go ahead, nah, Subway. You're, you're fine. Continue. Uh, uh, Show uh, the stage with Millie Vanilli. Uh, I love yeah, Millie yeah. Vanilli. <laughs> uh, yeah, or, or who they actually are, or who the actual people are. Um, uh, Whoever it is, it was great music. Yeah, yeah. it was. Blame it on the rain. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, just like watching like other uh, other performances. Also, it's just very like it, it's breathtaking. Uh, Backstreet Boys, yes, Backstreet Boys. Uh, yeah. Uh, Backstreet, Bo- the Backdoor Boys. Yeah. Yep. Uh, share the same stage. Uh. With the likes of New Kids on Block, Backstreet Boys, James Brown, uh, Michael Jackson uh, is amazing. 
Uh, and um, I, uh, I will say this. Uh, I uh, did uh, do this tradition uh, where I tuck my wee-wee uh, before I go on stage. Oh, um, man. I, I wouldn't admit to that. Yeah, This is a family yeah. show. Yeah. That's not really a tradition, but anyway, well, thank you. Well, yeah, and, yeah. Well, I get the influence from Big Ed, so. Um, we, we, we touching. Yeah. I see. Uh, I'm flattered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so flattered that I'm going to break into song. Oh, crap. <laughs> crap. Crap. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I need my juice uh, box. I, I love I, that. I love that song. I love singing that oh, song. I, 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 hey, I, did you did you mean you were inspired by Weinstein? Oh my! No, because no, uh, he liked to touch his wee wee a lot. Oh, is that what it is? Eh? Yeah, I think that was a tradition for him. And, too. and other, he liked other ladies touching yes. his wee wee allegedly. Oh, and oh, house plants. Uh, house plants. Oh whoa! Yeah, th- what did he do with house plants? Hey, listen, huh? that guy had to be locked up. Nothing was safe. That's not. That, that's weird, man. Why do you want to molest like a fern? Well, he did. Oh my god! What did the fern ever do to him? That's a that's a weirdo. I'm glad he's in jail. Yes. Yeah. 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 Don't don't worry about the women. It's the fucking plants that really upset me. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to wipe your ficus? <laughs> or a fern? Or. Oh my god. What if he did it with a cactus? That'd oh be weird. Oh my god. Are you... This is like a worse than a Rickroll. Why? Nah, this is worse than a Rickroll. Don Rickles? No, Rickroll. No. Oh. Rickroll. Uh, internet meme from like 10 years ago. Yeah, oh. I think longer than that there, bud. Uh, tw- 12 years. Or, yeah, 12 years. Yep. From the early days of the internet. Yeah. The Back when days. there was a place called E Bombs World. I liked E Bombs oh. World. Yes. Yeah. Does that still exist? It's a place where you could be positive. <laughs> positive <laughs> to find people doing real dumb stuff. Yeah. I think there was like half of like Tosh Point show was all E Bombs World. Yeah. So. Half of our show would probably have been E-Bomb's world. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. So um, there was some pretty interesting Florida Man news this week that you uh, sent to the group. You want to share that with us? Yes. Headline. pretty awesome. This is from the Daily Beast. Breaking news. Florida exec wanted for fraud is nabbed on a jet ski bound for Cuba. Now, the best part of it all, the fucking jet ski broke down. Oh no! <laughs> that, all right, that that is not surprising. Anyone that's been all jet skis do or break; those things are always broken. How pissed off! And I, it doesn't sound, based on the article, it doesn't sound like he got very far. Well, that's the thing. I mean, how far <clears throat> are you going to get on it? It's not going to make ninety miles. I mean, and that's like uh, ninety miles well, from Key West to Havana is ninety miles. This guy was from Hialeah, which is outside of Miami. Well, allegedly he had. I read the article and it said something about fuel to, you know, a fuel cache or something or a fuel to extend that would extend his range. Oh, maybe he had some tanks, external tanks. Yeah. And he had some snacks. They, they said he had some snacks along for the ride. You got to have some beef jerky. <laughs> you <trail> know, <laughs> yeah, but at, some at granola bars. Two, it would take him two and a half hours. You know, do 40 miles an hour. That's two hours is 80 miles. You know, you get yeah, a little snacky water, poo man. in between. Yeah. I mean, he obviously was trying to think positive, but uh, he didn't get that far. I wonder if he would have done better if he uh, took a bite into a, a fresh peppermint patty. Maybe uh, he yeah. would have. They're yes. good. I do like a peppermint patty. So he got nabbed. He was... Uh, Medic- Medicare, Medicare fraud. fraud guy. Yeah, that's yeah. so. You know, all these, I, I knew a all guy these who old got people nabbed. that complain about their Medicare, and it's going to go. It's guys like this that ruin Medicare. <laughs> Medicare's got money. Listen, oh. I know a guy. Who, he, who's in, in a jail month, right he now. billed him like two point two million. Yeah, 
Look, look. Do and, and guess what? Do two hundred thousand. They probably never catch you. Not saying I'm condone it. It's illegal, folks. Do not cheat Medicare. I'm just saying. But do it a little more realistically if you're yeah. going to. Hey, you can't bill them two million dollars for equipment you don't even sell. You dope. See greed. Greed all around got his ass. Well, they said they confiscated his passport. Can you imagine you're on the beach in Havana and some guy just rolls up on the jet ski? (laughs) So what was going to, okay, let's, let's talk about this. What the hell was going to happen when he got to Havana? Because he was a Cuban expat, wasn't he? Was he? he, Okay. So it's not like they're going to, are they going to welcome him back? Oh, they're going to welcome him right to a jail too. All right. (laughs) So, yeah, lovely. So, you I wonder know, what they did with the snacks. See, do they confiscate the snacks? I would have. I would have. I, I would have ate it right in front of them too. <laughs> <laughs> this granola bar yeah. so delicious, yeah. asshole. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And then I would have put them on a raft behind my boat as I just start hauling ass. With a two twin two twenty five Mercury's, just going hold on. Right in his face. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you still holding on back there? Keep chumming the water. Oh. Here comes Mister Shark. Chunk, chunk, chunk. Then right. he, then that guy becomes the snack. That's right. It's pretty crazy. Man, what a dope! What a maroon! What a maroon! What a palooka! Hey, so. I get it, Florida man, but he's a shithead. Yeah, yeah that's a oh, shithead yeah. all all the way around. Not, not a Florida shithead man. in many different ways. Number one, cheating Medicare, shithead. Yeah. The jet ski broke down, shithead. You should have you should have made sure your equipment was up to the task. I'd make that guy go to uh, Austin, Texas, to Lyndon Johnson's grave and apologize. I'm sorry, I stole from your Medicare, sir. Huh. Yeah, shithead. 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 So it's a pretty good Florida man story. They just keep popping up in the news. They do pop up in the news. Hmm. It's weird. We're the only state that has a a man. Are you sure? We should research this. There's not like Mississippi man, Arkansas man. There was sometimes Conway Twitty. There was Mississippi man. Oh yeah. Well, are are, are you sure there's no like no Alabama, uh, Alabama man? It's Nick Saban. He's Alabama man. It makes sense. No, I think they go right to shithead when when it's Alabama. Damn. This shithead. Shithead. He's not as cool as the guy with the Aveo that's all the body panels are cut off. He was a cool. <laughs> that guy was cool. That was a cool Florida man. That would be an interesting guy to have a warm beer with. For sure. He would definitely be a great interview for the show. We should try oh, yeah. to find him. We should try to find him. See how that Aveo's doing. I bet it's doing really good on gas. Yeah. Without all that body weight, he's probably getting yeah, like 80 he miles cuts a the, he, he probably cut 500 pounds. <laughs> I mean, God forbid he hits anything, he's dead. He's dead, but you know what you say? Yeah, this the, time oh, of year with the rain, he's going to be challenged until October. Just put an umbrella yeah. up. <laughs> just put a fucking umbrella over the driver's seat. You're fine. A really good one. <laughs> yeah, like nice golf umbrella. You know, buy like a Callaway yeah. or something. Look, you don't buy a cheap umbrella when you have an avail like that. Yeah. So, shithead. For sure. Hey, Big big Ed, you shared um, uh, a story. Actually... I've heard it. I can't remember what special, but it's uh, someone had put an animation on TikTok. Oh, Bill Burr on that. Bill Burr, that, that that's pretty hilarious. You know, when people share me TikTok stuff, I don't not a big TikTok guy. I don't just so. Anyway, but I knew the source who it came from, and I knew it was gonna be something really fucking ridiculous. So I play it. First thing I hear is Bill Burr's voice. I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna be special. And then, you know, the little cheap animation that goes with it really makes the story, you know? Because then he tells it in, like, three perspectives, you know? 
Yeah, it's almost oh, yeah, like the old. Oh, yeah, he's like he's like over there in the left. You got Orange County. Hey, put your seatbelt on. You know, hey, hey, what are you doing? You know, hey, hey the door. Hey, they close that door. Yeah, and, and you know, a guy fucking jumps. Oh, I, I I just I, I was rolling. It was hilarious. I'm trying to remember. I think that was from his last special um, that he told that story. So I've seen that from the perspective of him telling live on stage, which is pretty he have a little video. He had a, a, a video behind it. No, no, no. He, but he was doing all like, kind of like the perspective of the guy that is flying the chopper. And then yeah. when he retells a story and by he's holding the mic a funny way. And uh, you know, so it, it creates like, the sound effect of like, you know, he's like, all right, you look over here to the left and you know, there's orange County. We found a night. Hey, can you uh, put your seatbelt back on? And like, <laughs> that was great. I, that's what I started going. Oh, I see what he's doing with this guy's a genius. He's, uh, I, I don't know. Bill Burr just cracks me up. He's as good as anyone doing stand up right now. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I hadn't heard that one in a while, but I've seen him do that live stand up. I, I have not. Like, I yeah. just thought that I shared that with anyone I could think of. Like, this <laughs> is what funny is. If you look up funny in a dictionary, it's this 52 second skit. This shit's funny. Well, and, and that style of animation was just funny. Yeah. The, yeah. the animation made it. Yeah. And then the old F is for family just solidifies his fucking oh, yeah. legend. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Which I think that should be coming back soon. No, he's done. What? Yeah, that's what do you yeah. mean. I thought I thought they were doing one more season. No. Season five, if you haven't seen it, that was the season. Oh. He's all pissed off. Philip, you fucking shorted yeah. me. You shorted Same me ten bitch. episodes. Yeah. Hmm. Wait, when did they release season five? Did I see that already? Uh, a couple months, three months ago. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Well, what was the premise of season five without like too many spoilers? He's angry. Uh, his kids it's, are shitty. Yeah, it's it's. I think we saw it then. Wait, um, Mohican Airlines went out of business. The guy opened a chicken stand. It burned yes. down. Yeah. Is that that yeah, part of that? Well, is that that season? Yeah. I think we did see. No, maybe I did see it. No, no, I think, but I think it's after Mohican Chicken, right, guys? Yeah, I'll, I'll have to, to look it up. Yeah, oh. I'd have to binge it. That's the one thing. I'll just sit there on the right. I, I have to find the perp. It have to be the right day to just sit here and watch that all day. Did you Did you ever start watching Barry? No, you know what I was watching? I get, I was going through Amazon Prime and I have Motor Trend TV and they just added Rust Brothers. And if you've ever seen Rust Brothers, just, uh, uh-huh. you have somebody, uh-huh, yes? No, I no, haven't. I have uh, not seen Rust Brothers. Tell us about Rust Brothers. Guy, guys are out of Canada. They're in like a big car, their car town. They're in this town in Canada is into classic cars. And this guy's got a problem with buying cars. He loses money every year. He but he keeps buying cars. He's got, you know, garage full of them. He's got 400 of these cars. And they're all like Skylarks and old, you know, one of eight of like a, a Challenger or something, you know, that has the pop. So this guy's like my hero. Uh, you know what? It's it's worth a look. It's a, it was on Netflix the first three seasons, and now season four and five are on. So what what is it chronicle? Team. Restoring the cars or buying the cars or both? Both, both. Okay, keeping them from rusting more. Yeah, but he's got more. Eh, he runs into problems. He's got to sell all the cars now. He's having. I, I'm at a. I'm at the. Mm. They're having an auction. He's just flipping out because he's got to. He's like a, you know, like an addict. You know, he's got a problem letting go of these cars, and he's never going to restore them. Out of the oh. four hundred. Oh, so he's got like he's got like his own private junkyard. Yes, but they're oh, it's it's so it's, cool. it's good junk. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's all vintage. You know, he's got he's got bodies that are worth like three to seven thousand dollars. If you look at it, you go, really? You know, That's he's my got an dream. I want a junkyard like that. Can, can I can I bring up something real quick? Because we were just talking about Bill Burr, and it's kind of on the subject. No sure. worries, go ahead. He he he's talking about like the car show. He's like. Oh, we got three days to build this car and it's got no fucking brakes. We got to deliver this car. He's like, just uh-huh. tell the guy, hey, it's got no fucking brakes. Do you want to drive with brakes or no brakes? All right, then you got to fucking wait for the fucking car. You know, he's like, they always uh, elicit and create fake drama. He's more talking about the, the uh, gas, monkey the garage, gas monkey garage stuff or, like that. Or, because you wouldn't, you're like, uh, listen, dude, hey, it parts not the in. reality. The reality. Of, hey, listen. Yeah, we were going to have the car done, but. Yeah, can't get the parts. But you know, it's nice. This up. this is less scripted than all those other shows. Hmm. Rust, I, 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 Rust Brothers. Rust Brothers. You have me. Okay. So if it's Rust Brothers, does he have a brother? Is is that what it is? It's like him He's and another his, guy. And his best friend Avery. Avery's a another fucking wacko. They're all. Wow. I knew an Avery. They're, the brother, the son is the only sane one there. He's like, you know, uh, yeah, we need to sell these cars. You see, that's how it works. <laughs> is Avery British? No, he's Canadian, so I don't know. No. Eh, they say a lot. They're definitely yeah, they, Canadian. They, they don't know him. That, that's not the Avery. Where I in Canada do they live? You know what province? Just curious. No. I would imagine this is a Western province that they live in where they have lots of land yeah. to put junk cars, you know, good junk cars on. That's my dream, really. I, I would like to have a junkyard like that with all like classic cars. and But I'd sell the parts and sell the cars. That's how you make money. Then you can, buy, you can buy other cars, more parts. cars. And then you could build right. your own collection of nice cars. Yes. But he does good work. He's definitely a car guy. Hmm. That sounds like a good show. I'm in. Rust Brothers. It's on Motor Trend now. What was Motor Trend before? That was something else, right? There's Speed TV or something like that? Uh, No, Speed TV was TN. You know the TNN and oh yeah yeah no speed was speed and then speed evolved. No TNN was was speed. Was it? Yeah. Hmm. Remember that that's the only place you could watch NASCAR back in like twenty five years ago, thirty years ago. Well, yeah, they carried the sports cavalcade, but every Sunday the sports cavalcade was the NASCAR a bush race on Saturday. And a, and a cup race on Sunday. Tennessee Natural Network. Yeah. Well, there was there was also a show on the Nashville Network that was called American Sports Cavalcade that they played on Sunday mornings that they would do either monster truck racing, uh, mud bog racing. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, that was a good show. And that was uh, that was Sunday mornings they played that. But yeah, they played NASCAR. TNN carried a lot of NASCAR races. Um, who was the other networks? You had the who was it? NBC carried him at the time. And I don't remember network TV unless it was like. In network, network in the eighty late eighties, early nineties, network TV carried carried cup races from time to time. They would mm-hmm. definitely the big ones. Yeah, I think ABC would from time to time. I'm looking at the Rust Brothers junkyard. I'm in. Yeah, it doesn't look like junk. No, it's just all vintage cars, man. A lot of, but no, there's some junk. There's a. A lady Rust brother, too. Very see. Hmm. No, no. Mike Hall, he's he's got dreads. He's in his 60s. Yeah. Is oh, he the main Rust brother? Oh, and the, the other guy on the left, that's Ron Jeremy, obviously. Oh, that's yeah. Avery. That's that's Avery. Or it's uh, 
Dreads, dude. That dude. And who's the clean? Oh, that's guy? the guy from Rage Against the Machine. That's our. That's Tom Morello. That's, that's the guy. The son. That's the th- son. <laughs> yeah, that's Tom Morello. The guy in the center with the the dreads. He kind of looks like the guy that's. Uh, uh, looks that's like the, Steve Snyder. I was going to say that the guy that's in Babe that takes care of the pig, James Cromwell. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> if you put a wig on him, and then, and then the Ron other guy Jeremy. that's uh, yeah, Ron Jeremy or David Crosby's unknown twin brother, <laughs> Jeff yeah. Crosby. Yeah. He's like, I didn't do cocaine and ruin every relationship in my life. But, uh, you know, I don't know. This is my take. I could be way off. I, I Watch it, Watch an episode after this. You, you might be like, fuck, okay, we'll do one more. All right, one more. They're just good characters, you know? Yeah. Looks like a show I'd watch. Yeah, the son is the only rational guy in the show, really. Is he like, sell this shit? Sell yes. the cars. He'll come back. He'll come back, and it'll be like four more cars. To be like, what? Yeah, and he'll spend thirty, forty grand on these cars. Well, you're gonna have to sometimes. Depending what but if buying. he's not restoring the cars, well, he, he, he he'll sell he'll sell one, restore one, and he and he goes over budget. Well, that's <laughs> anybody he's got, out there. He's got a heart, you know. So he's always like doing like a charity car, you know, for someone. Got you know what he's got the passion but not the business savvy. But he's got himself a TV show. But yeah, he's fifth season, so he's doing something. And he's getting paid by the network. Fuck it. Somebody's paying him because yeah, yeah, he's not. I think it's about that time. Do you think so? I think so too. All right. All right, hang on. Big ends. No, come on. I'm good. No, no, go ahead. I got to pull it. All right, try it again one more time. Big Big ends. Rock and roll roll retrospective. Take it away, Big Ed. That's right, guys. Tonight's another big metal night for me. I had a lot of fun doing this. I did Ozzy Osbourne's Diary of a Madman, 1981. Diary of a Madman is the second studio album by British heavy metal vocalist Ozzy Osbourne. It was released November 7th, 1981 and reissued on CD uh, in August of 95. This is the last Osbourne studio album to feature guitarist Randy Rhodes and drummer Lee Kerslake. An altered version appeared in 2002 with original bass and drum parts removed and re-recorded. In 2011, a deluxe 30th anniversary edition was released with all original parts restored. To date, the album has sold over 4 million copies worldwide. Original bassist Bob Daisley and drummer Lee Kerslake were fired and never credited with their songwriting or performing. Uh, never got any of the royalties. Those credits went to bassist Rudy Sarzo and drummer Tommy Aldridge, who performed live on the tour. Great musicians, but not the ones deserving the studio credit. Tommy Aldridge would always credit Kerslake for his drumming on the album would say, this is clearly not me playing on the album. Sadly, the two had never paid their royalties. Though the album is regarded quite favorable today, reviews on its release were often less than enthusiastic. Uh, my friend J.D. Considine of Rolling Stone, for example, op- opened upon the album's original release that the songs here are a little more than riffs with a vocal line pasted on top. I referred to Rhodes as a junior league Eddie Van Halen bustling with chops, but somewhat short on imagination. The magazine, however, would change its tune and later rank the album number 15 on its 2017 list of 100 greatest metal albums of all time. Douchebags! This is one of the greatest of all time. Peaked at number 16 on the Billboard charts. Went to plat- went platinum in Canada and three times platinum with over 4 million copies sold. This album was recorded in three weeks in the winter of 1981 from February to March and released on uh, November 7th, 1981. I was high that day. It was recorded in England at Ridge Farm Studios and is 43 minutes and 19 seconds and has eight tracks on it. Ozzy's band is Ozzy Osbourne on vocals, Randy Rhodes guitar, Lee Kerslake on drums, and Bob Daisley bass guitar. Produced by Max Norman. This guy is a metal god. He's worked with Megadeth, Y&T, Loudest, Sabotage, all Ozzy's stuff. 
Lizzie Borden, this guy is pure metal. This guy shits British steel. The album opens with Over the Mountain, a drummer's blast that only Curse Lake knows how to do, and Randy Rhodes wastes no time getting into riff mode. Ozzy's vocals are crisp and on point. Flying High Again, another one, which was also the radio song, was the radio hit, and we heard this multiple times a day. It just added to the mischief that was upon us, and Randy and Daisley sure know how to play with your head, and Curse Lake's fills are on point. You Can't Kill Rock and Roll is a ballad of sorts, I guess, but really is a moving piece. Really showcases Rhodes' junior league Eddie Van Halen skills, puts him in the major league on this all-star team, and the MVP for sure. The chorus has the band firing on all eight cylinders when called upon. Believer, this starts out with a bass riff worthy of pissing off your neighbors, an eerie window-shaking riff that has Rhodes following with the same chords and Curse Lake pounding away on the drums. And it all happens for enjoyment at the neighbor's expense. And a shout out to the Don Airy for his contribution on strategically placed keyboards. Ozzy's vocals to this point are flawless and is deserving of any praise. Little Dolls and voodoo-laden references. And if there was a weak track, this one might be it. I think Curse Lake's pounding on the drums really helped keep this song afloat. Daisley's bass line is no joke either. At the end, they're all good. Tonight starts out as a ballad and continues. And when the chorus kicks in, the band reminds you that, hey, it's rock and roll. And Rose really showcases his classically trained laden rips and shows you why he's every bit as good as any guitar player alive at the same time. S-A-T-O, better known as Sato, probably would make my top 50 favorite songs. And this really defines these four guys as a group firing on all eight cylinders with the Pro Chargers, with Daisley providing one of the most intense bass lines in metal history. This is a must listen. Diary of a Madman, a slow build to this musical eruption that crescendos to the song's namesake and sounds like a coordination of Mad Men and the perfect ballad and eerie sound and closure with a clever string arrangement and really makes this song stand out in my opinion. Whew, what a closer. This old man did not disappoint on many levels. These four guys got done playing as a unit and each of them need each other to make this sound. I enjoyed the hell out of this and could listen to this another 25 times and never tire of it. Great job, fellas. I gave this four and a quarter Montecitos and even the Duke boy gives his seal of approval by doing four block tire, a four block tire burner and still listens to this. The original album of mayhem and mischief for years to come. Thank you. I'm Big Ed, listen and enjoy. Very good. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. A lot of memories on this album. What was his memories. first studio album? Uh, Blizzard of Oz. That, that's it. I don't know why. I was just sitting here with a blank, and I I was trying Mr. to like Mr. Crowley. Yeah, tonight. which I was like, I, I I like that album. Now, you know, Ozzy was at a weird point in his career because he was kind of thrown out unceremoniously at a Black Sabbath, if if I recall right. Um, you know, yeah, they, well, Tommy Iommi, don't, don't, no mistaken, he is the leader of that band. That is his yeah. band. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and Ozzy was just fucking up. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, this was kind of, I don't think when Blizzard of Oz came out, people really took Ozzy serious as a kind of a front man anymore. Or am I missing that? Like, people didn't think this was in Ozzy to come out with these albums. Uh, people were surprised when Blizzard came out. Yeah. Because it came out and it was so good. And then when Diary came out, I was like, holy shit, this guy's, you know, Dialed in. His, his career is back. You know, and then, and, and I feel fortunate incident with Randy Rhodes. Um, never got to see this guy's true potential. No, you I know, mean, Randy was, was very young. What, 23 or something when he died? I, I don't even think he was, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe 21. He was a young kid. I mean, he was in Quiet Riot as a 17-year-old, okay? Oh, wow. Yeah. He was the original guitarist in Quiet Riot. Boy, Imagine you know, that. Before Metal Health, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, he was, he, we never got to see his full potential, and, and what he did in his, his short body of work was very impressive. 
So when that that the uh, Rolling Stone called him like a junior Bush League Eddie Van Halen, I'm like, uh, yeah, did that's... you really listen? Did you really listen to this album? Nothing against Eddie Van Halen, but of course Eddie Van Halen was the hottest guitarist. But Rolling Stone wanted to compare everyone in rock music to if you play guitar like to Eddie Van Halen, which or is not somebody. fair to yeah 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 yeah. Um, I didn't know the story about the artist not getting paid or getting credit, and there's got to oh, be shitty. a special that that yeah. Actually, I wrote what what I write down. Uh, you wrote Mike. that's shitty. Yeah, I wrote that down as a note when you said that. There is a special place in hell for people that do not pay artists for their work rendered. That's that's all Sharon Osbourne. She is going to have her own seat. <laughs> oh, She's really? Ruthless. Yeah, yeah. That's all oh, Sharon. So, Ozzy, uh, Ozzy, you know what? Ozzy doesn't make any decisions. He just he just kind of point the guy and he goes. Oh, I, I thought that was and, maybe a studio thing. So you think that was Sharon that just cut him out? Oh, yeah. Well, she she's the one that really discovered or got him out of that drunken haze that he was in. To, to get him in the studio. Her father was like uh, a big radio, exe- a stereo, uh, excuse me, a record executive. Her brother, I believe, was their manager. So they all had their oh. hands in Ozzy's pocket, you know? Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And these two guys, Kerslake and, and uh, Daisley, look, if you listen to this album and listen to their body work, these guys were no joke. And they all, they, it, it wasn't like they were hired guns just to here here's the sheet music start playing. They they wrote with Randy Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it's it's and to get screwed like that, yeah. Wow. It was a big deal. And they spent whatever money they had to try to fight her. You know. Money wins at the end, you know. <laughs> 